0: The peace lecture is part of the celebrations of the birthday of archbishop tutu who turned 86 on saturday speaking on the topic civil war or civil peace gaunden outlined some of the danger signs that point to a strong possibility of a civil war he said the current political killings in the country bear the hallmarks of the low intensity civil war of the 1980s and early 90s what has possessed us
1: as a nation that power patronage and greed can drive us to kill each other. How did our dream of a vibrant democracy, of healthy political competition, turn to political intolerance? Intolerance that denies the children, their fathers and mothers.
0: He said another factor that could lead to civil war and instability is failure to address the vast inequalities in the country.
1: Compatriots, this storm is approaching. The dark clouds are gathering very fast. 23 years after our first democratic elections, inequality has grown, unemployment has also grown, so too has poverty despite the alleviation of this through social grants. Our economy is either not growing or growing very slowly. Every single day people are moving rapidly into our urban areas with no prospect of employment placing huge pressure on government to deliver services from education, housing, sanitation, water, etc.
0: He says this happens while service delivery is declining and corruption is becoming endemic. At the same time, he says, race relations are deteriorating and ethnicity is rearing its ugly head and political competition has turned into political intolerance.
1: Our fault lines are many and there are many among us who recklessly, intentionally, or selfishly plant these seeds for their narrow interests. They go on to nurture them and water them with their hateful rhetoric, oblivious to the fact, or irresponsibly alive to the fact, that setting a match to this cocktail of fault lines will unleash a war that nobody will be able to stop.
0: Gowden says there is no doubt that most of the problems have their roots in the past policies of apartheid. He says, however, those who are now in power also have to take some blame.
1: Those who conveniently seek to deny the impact and effect of decades of discriminatory policies under apartheid on today's crisis, those do themselves and our nation a great disservice. (laughs) Equally so, compatriots those who conveniently lay the blame for all our problems at the doorstep of apartheid and its social engineering and use this to justify their mismanagement corruption and looting of state resources they do themselves and our nation a great injustice
0: he also raised concerns about the weaknesses in the country's political establishment he cautioned that political infighting and factional battles take the focus away from serving the people.
1: I cannot emphasize how important it is for the stability of our country that these political parties, all of them, deal decisively with the divisions among their ranks. They need to urgently find each other, compromise and heal their divisions. Our country is too fragile to deal with these divisions. They must turn the boardrooms of cabinet and parliament into war rooms against poverty, unemployment and inequality.
0: He said to avoid the storm, South Africans need to come together in a social compact and that for this compact to work, there needs to be astute and far-sighted leadership in all spheres of society. I am Joseph Musia in Cape Town.